Hey everyone, and welcome into Keeping Count, a show from the experts in retail and inventory accuracy at Datascan. I'm Tyler Kern, and joining me today is Adrian Thomas, President and CEO at Datascan. Adrian, thanks for joining me. Tyler, very good to see you again this morning. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much for coming in. And, Thank you. And, Today is our introductory episode, and so we want to introduce people to Datascan, to what the show is going to be about, and some of the retail trends that you are seeing these days. And so first and foremost, uh, introduce the audience to Datascan and tell us a little bit more about what you're doing. Okay, so great. Uh, Datascan has been around for over 50 years. Um, in fact, we celebrated our 50-year anniversary last year, and, and we've been in the business of inventory counting in retail stores for the, for the entire time. Um, what's interesting, and we'll get into that as to why we're launching Keeping Count, is that inventory counting and the importance of inventory counting is changing. Mm. Um, so we now, we have a, a lot of experience in the industry and we feel it's a good time that we can start to share some of that and explore the whole relevance of inventory counting as retail is transforming. And so one of the things we want to do with the show really is dive into a lot of those retail trends that you're seeing, the shifting landscape of retail, because there's a lot going on these days. What, what are some topics that you're excited to explore more on the show as it moves forward? Yeah, I think well, things were changing before COVID, obviously, but mm -hmm. I mean, COVID has had a dramatic impact uh, on the way retailers behave and the, way the way retailers organize their stores. Um, so I think we'll be looking at things like the impact of BOPIS, you know, buy online, pick up in store. Uh, we're going to look at the impact of, of um, curbside pickup and what does that mean for staffing in stores. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to look at general inventory trends. Um, it's the way uh, retail brick and mortar aligns with its um, online presence with the consumer. I think that's going to drive a, re a review of well, how do they deal with returns. Um, returns now is an enormous challenge for retailers that they, they probably didn't see prior to COVID. Um, and I think we're going, to, we're going to bring in a number of other different specialists to talk about areas that maybe we are not the experts in in retail inventory counting that would be of interest to our retail viewers. That's fantastic. And I'm excited to dive into to all of those different topics because you're right, we have seen the landscape change a, a great deal. And like you mentioned, a lot of that was happening, happening pre-COVID, but now that coronavirus has, has come around, it really has shifted consumer behavior in a large way and, and really affected a lot of retail trends. It, it has, and I think that part, a lot of that is now down to the way retailers are changing and adapting to new technologies as mm -hmm. well. Um, so we may in, introduce a sort of technology theme to the podcast as well. Um, some of that is around how retailers interact with their consumer base on mobile use of mobile applications. Um, it might be how do they use clienteling within the store when people do come into the store. And then obviously there's the sort of the age-old adoption of RFID, mm -hmm. which we were seeing you know, a greater uptick in before COVID. And I think we will see a significantly greater uptick uh, post-COVID. And that one is you know, near and dear to our hearts in terms of how does that mean we need to change in terms of adapting accounting this, the inventory uh, within the store. I suppose the, the golden goose, if you will, is, is getting inside the mind of consumers and understanding what they're thinking and what, you know, where their behavior is trending in the future. And as more people get vaccinated, as uh, things become available on a wider level, I think there's, there are questions about what does life look like post-pandemic and how many of these trends that we've seen continue in a post-pandemic world? Is BOPIS still as big of a thing for a lot of people or will people go back to kind of shopping like they were before? How do you try to gauge some of those things so that you're in front of trends rather than reacting to them? I, I think the conversations that we're having with retailers is that they've had a year now to really ad ad adapt to, to new processes. Mm -hmm. um, and I think they're seeing that the BOPIS trend is going to be here, is here to stay. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think that's going to change. 
Um, however, I think we are going to see as a result of BOPIS um, that people will want to still come back to the retail marketplace to buy. Uh, people still like to touch and feel merchandise. Uh, so it may be that we will see certain product categories are bought by BOPIS and others people revert back to their visits to the store to buy them in person to try and feel and touch and, 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 and um, try them on before they actually purchase. I've read an interesting article on Bloomberg the other day that talked about uh, financial advisors telling their clients, hey, we know that you've saved some money maybe over the pandemic, you know, don't immediately rush out and spend all of it. But from an inventory perspective, is, is there maybe a preparation for a bit of a rush, a bit of a return to normalcy? And so I need to go spend some of this money that I have sitting around or, or anything like that. Are preparations made like that? Uh, yes, they are. Um, and the challenge for retailers is to, to gauge that with their seasonal merchandise. Mm -hmm. uh, so a lot of, re you know, a lot of re retailers do have um, very well planned, um, thought out delivery cycles for, for re uh, merchandise to hit the stores. And I think that will be time to meet this expected, I think generally you're right. Um, there is an expected rush of demand that people want to get out, get into the stores again and, and buy product. So for them, it's a question of having the right product at the right, you know, the right level of product at the right time uh, within their store footprint. Well, you stock up on swimsuits or something like that. Something everyone like that. is going well, to want to be outside, back right? Back to school, you know, yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in sort of June, July timeframe when people will probably be ready to get out there and buy. Um, I think that a lot of home improvement, you know, we've seen a lot of home, in, home furnishings activity uh, with a lot of volume being bought mm -hmm. um, you know, it, through that particular vertical. Um, sporting goods coming through into the summer again is probably going to be in high demand. Mm -hmm. And I've, you know, if my wife is anything to judge by, you know, fashion demand is going to go crazy once we get through uh, and return back to buying it, you know, in person in the store. Yeah, I think uh, I think you and I are in a similar boat in that <laughs> in that regard. But um, so one of the things that that strikes me as interesting about this conversation is that as we talk about. Uh, inventory accuracy, it's become a larger and larger topic of conversation amongst retailers, going from uh, maybe a conversation that would occur on the, the manager level all the way up to the C-suite now. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's becoming a larger and larger topic of conversation discussed by higher level people within retailers, right? And so right. so this is something that's that's being talked about on a, on a very high level. It is, and I think, you know, we've seen it uh, trickle down from um, distribution down into the stores. Mm -hmm. um, if you look, look back pre-COVID, you know, people were very comfortable with having perpetual inventory accuracy at the distribution level in, in their distribution centers. Because the behavior has changed and now retailers are actually either distributing directly from store or they're doing the BOPIS you know, channel um, strategy, the accuracy of the inventory the store in the sorry the accuracy of the inventory in the store absolutely absolutely needs to be top of mind. Um, and that's why part of the discussion topics that we'll have within Keeping Count is to look at how do retailers maintain that inventory accuracy mm -hmm. permanently within the store. There's a guy that, uh, that I work with, a colleague, who went online, tried to buy a shirt from two different, or two different shirts from a retailer, and both of them, even though he could purchase them on their website ended up being out of stock, right? And that's that's the situation that people are trying to avoid now, right? Yes. Whether it's going to be shipped from the store or if it's a BOPIS model and, and they're going to go into the store to pick it up, you're trying to avoid that negative customer experience. You're, you're trying to avoid several things. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely, the ne negative customer experience, the lost sale. But on the other hand, you don't want to be overstocking in the store either. It's true. Um, so the overstock issue is, is there. And then the, the, the sort of the comment I made earlier on about returns, um, 
you need to be able to manage those returns back into inventory so that if, if you do sell something and then it's returned, it needs to be available for the next customer. So the inventory accuracy question is absolutely more important now than it was pre-COVID. Um, we, we know that inventory accuracy degrades over time from the last time you counted. So a lot of retailers now are looking at um, maybe not a full store count um, that's necessary every, every period, but partial counts of, of important uh, inventory items. That could be uh, whether that's high value, high volume, high risk from a loss prevention standpoint. So mm -hmm. I think we're going to see more people looking at those types of um, questions to solve in this next inventory count cycle. And with, with inventory counting, do you see that maybe different departments are treated differently if we're talking about like maybe a big box store or a, uh, a department store like a Target or something like that? Are, are different departments treated differently within that store? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, And it comes back down to which, which are the high moving items mm -hmm. um, and which are the high value items. Um, so they will act, they will absolutely be, be segmenting the store. Walmart are absolutely you know doing this now, sure. um, segmenting the store into different you know, product categories and focusing their inventory accuracy activity around the different categories differently than they were pre-COVID. Um, I don't think COVID was the driver of it, but it's been an accelerator of it. That, that, that's a fascinating point, just the extent to which COVID has really accelerated the adoption of a lot of these mm -hmm. e either new technologies or ways of thinking. Um, and uh, that really being a driving force for moving the retail industry forward in a lot of and ways. And I think it's interesting that in, in um, some stores now you've got uh, a fairly large number of pickers. So if you're doing curbside pickup mm -hmm. or you're doing um, you know, you know, delivery from, to home, you've got pickers in the stores now. So for them, their time is money and they don't want to be searching for an item. So it's important that if the inventory record shows an item that is in a particular location, in a particular store, it has to be there. Otherwise, they're wasting time. And that, that labor cost is going to become an increasing focus uh, for retailers that adopt that strategy. And, uh, you know, beginning of the pandemic, my wife and I were doing, um, you know, curbside pickup for grocery, right? And uh, if there wasn't the inventory available for an item that she had selected online, they would substitute it with something else. But oftentimes it wasn't quite to her specifications, right? Which, which again goes back to that customer satisfaction, customer experience sort of thing, right? Where people expect one thing and if you don't have the inventory of it, even though it was available online right. and you get something different, a lot of times that can lead to an unsatisfied customer, you know. And, and, and then there really are statistics, Tyler, that show that if you do start to cause customer dissatisfaction, consumers are going to switch. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, there's one stat out there that says if they, if a customer has a bad, you know, buy online, pick up in store experience, 31% of them will switch if that, on the first time they have ex that experience. So that's a, that's a large number. Um, so I think for, to keep, for retailers to keep their consumers happy and maintain that brand loyalty and the, the sort of the repeat buy, um, they need to make sure that the experience that the customer has in, their, in terms of their buying process needs to be a good one, which means the store needs to have the, the inventory available for them to buy, whether that's in person, whether it's you know, online, shipped mm -hmm. to home, or whether it's a BOPIS experience. So it's all tying back together to this need for inventory accuracy in the store being more perpetual. Well, I think, uh, I think we've, we've really highlighted the fact today that inventory accuracy is 
more important than it's ever been before. And it's going to be an exciting topic to explore moving forward uh, here on Keeping Count. Yeah, we're looking forward to getting this launched. Um, we're looking forward to getting, you know, broadening the view of it. It's not just going to be data scan in our, our little world of imagery <laughs> counting. It's got, we want to make sure it has a broad appeal. So we'll be exploring some other issues that retailers to face going forward in this uh, in, in 2021. Well, we're excited to launch this with you. And everyone, thank you for tuning in to this inaugural episode of Keeping Count. For Adrian Thomas, I'm Tyler Kern. We'll be back soon with more content from Data Scan, exploring the world of retail. But until then, we'll see you soon. <laughs>